0: Recorded live. Please announce yourselves. This conference is being recorded. Praise the Lord, everybody, and good morning. Amen. Praise God. We welcome you to our 8 a.m.
1: Bible study where we study the Word of God. We are coming to you live from the Message of Christ Church, and we are located in Chicago, Illinois. Amen. Praise God. And I am Prophetess Sylvia Staples, Senior Pastor of the Message of Christ Church. We come today... Um, With the word from the Lord, amen, praise God, to study God's word, amen, to pray together, amen, praise God, and to keep pressing, amen, praise God, towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Amen, praise God. So at this time, amen, praise God, we would just like to give you our phone number if you desire prayer. Our phone number is 312-600-7729. Amen. Praise God. That is the phone number to our 24-hour prayer line if you desire your prayer. We ask that you please leave a message when you call the prayer line. If you are not able to get a live person, praise God, please leave a message. We are only returning calls to those that leave a message on the prayer line. Amen. Praise God. And we do thank you for joining us here today. We're going to ask you to invite your friends and family, amen, to the Bible study on today. And the number that they can call if they would like to join us here on the live broadcast, that number is 1-805-399-1000, and the access code is 420123. Once again, the number to the live teleconference line is one eight zero five three nine nine one thousand and the access code is four two zero one two three. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I pray that everybody, Amen, is blessed on today. Amen. Praise God. I pray that God. Amen. Praise God, is pouring down his favor upon you, and that you may walk in favor with God and favor with man. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Praise God. I'm excited about God's word today. I'm excited about this season. Amen. That we are in a great season of planting and watering. Amen. Praise God. We're just getting ready for the harvest. Amen. Praise God. So let's begin to pray. And then after prayer, we're going to go right into our word. Amen. But I want you to seek the Lord with me on today. Amen. Praise God. And we want to pray today for um, God to just bring in the harvest of souls. Amen. Into the kingdom. And we want to pray that God will use you amen, to go out, amen, to witness to those that are not saved and those that are in the midst of being hungry for God, amen, that they will seek the Lord while he may be found,
0: amen, praise God. So let's just continue to pray for our unsaved loved ones, amen, that they will become saved, And we just
1: believe, amen, that when we pray, God's word is moving upon the hearts of those that are not saved and those that are in the midst of knowing knowing God. Amen. Praise God. So let us now pray. Father, we thank you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come. We come lifting up your name again. We come magnifying you and Glorifying you and thanking you for all things. Father, we want to come today, O oh God, asking you, Lord God, to say today we're praying for salvation. Father, it says in your word in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Father, we believe as we speak that word today, God, that the love of God will begin to move across this entire world. We pray today, O God, that the people will come to know you by your love. We thank you today in the name of Jesus, O God, that your word, God, shall move, O God, among the nations and the regions and the lands, God, and it shall begin to test the hearts of those, O God, that don't know you. We're standing today in the gap, oh God, for the sinners, oh God. We're standing for those, oh God, that are hurting. We're standing for those today, oh God, that are in the need, oh God, of a healing in their minds and in their hearts and in their spirit. And God, touch right now today, oh God, every family today as they begin to rise up, O God, we pray today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, O God, that they will rise up in worship. That they will rise up, oh, God, with the mind, oh, God, to come, oh, God, and to sit at the feet of Jesus. We pray today that they will rise up in a mind to pray. Oh, God, we just bless you and we thank you for all of the souls that are going to be saved
0: today all around this world. We thank you right now, God, for Allowing us to be here to stand in the gap for those, oh God, that
1: are going to seek you today. We pray, Father, that you continue to fill us with your word. We pray today, oh God, that we will continue, oh God, to preach your word and to teach your word in season and out of season. Father, we thank you today that it's not about us, God. And we thank you today, oh God, that you have made it possible for the people, oh God, to be saved. For by grace are they saved through faith. Give them faith today to believe, O God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you today, O God, for the cleansing power of the blood and of the word. We thank you today, O God, for ordering our steps in your word today, O God. Lead us to those, O God, that are in the need of being saved today. And we praise you and magnify you. We give you all the glory and we ask all of these blessings. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen, and praise God. Amen, glory to God. Welcome again to the Message of Christ Church, and I am Prophet Sylvia Staples, and also I am Senior Pastor of the Message of Christ Church, and also Founder of Sylvia Staples Ministries. Amen, praise God, praise God, and I just thank God for you today joining us here. Amen, I pray that you came ready to hear from the Lord
0: Amen. I pray that your ears are open to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. Amen. Praise God. And
1: we're just so glad that God has led you to this time of Bible study. Amen. Praise God. So let's get ready to hear uh, what the Spirit has to say to us today. Amen. Praise God. I want you to get your spiritual food on today, that you will be able to move forward in God and get clarity on where God is taking you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. We're going to be coming from the book of Acts. Amen. Praise God. The book of Acts, the 16th chapter of Acts. The 16th chapter of Acts, and we're going to be reading verses 1 through 15. Amen. Praise God. And then also we're going to go and we're going to read Matthew the 8th chapter, verses 18 through 22. Amen. That's Matthew the 8th chapter, verses 18
0: through 22. Amen. I'm going to allow you time to get your scriptures.
1: Amen. Praise God. And and we're going to do a little reading here. Amen. Praise God. Um, Those of you that are just joining us, we are in the midst of our um, 8 a.m. Bible study. Amen. Praise God. And at this time, we are getting ready to read our scriptures for today. Amen. Praise God. And as we begin to read our lesson today. We're going to be coming from the book of Acts, the 16th chapter of Acts, uh, verses 1 through 15, and then we're
0: going to read Matthew, the 8th chapter, verses 18 through 22. Amen. Now let's begin reading in the book of Acts, the 16th
1: chapter. And we're going to read Acts 16, verse 1 through 5. And then we're going to skip over to verses 8 through 15 in the book of Acts. Acts, the 16th chapter in math, it reads, the first verse says, Then came he to there be. And Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there named Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewish, and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was well reported of by the brethren that were at Lystra and Iconium. I'm in the third verse. Him who Paul had to go forth with him and took and circumcised him because of the Jews which were in those quarters
0: for they knew all that his father was a Greek. And as they went through the cities they delivered them the decrees For to keep that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. I'm in the fifth verse now. And so were the churches established in the faith
1: and increased in numbers daily. Now I'm going to skip down to verse 8. And they were passing by Messiah, came down to Troas,
0: and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a
1: man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying,
0: come over to Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision immediately, we endeavored to go
1: into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Therefore, losing from Troas, we came with a straight course to
0: Samothrothia, and the next day to Napoleus. And from thence to Philippi, which is the chief of that part of Macedonia and a
1: colony. And we were in that city abiding certain days.
0: And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a river side, where
1: prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake unto the woman, which we saw it thither. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the
0: city of Thyatria, which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened.
1: And she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. And when she was baptized and her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there. And she constrained us. Amen. Praise God. Now we're going to go and we're going to read. Matthew, the 8th chapter, verses 18
0: through 22. Amen. Matthew, the 8th chapter,
1: we're going to read verses
0: 18 through 22. i going to allow you time to get that particular scripture. Verse 18 through 22 in uh, Matthew, the eighth chapter. And
1: it reads Now, when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the son of man has not where to lay his head. 22nd verse said, And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. And when he had entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. I also read the 23rd verse. Amen, praise God. Let's go back to our lesson. Amen, praise God. And let's begin to hear what the Spirit has to say to us here concerning the Word of God. Amen, praise God. For we know that there is a word from the Lord. And praise God, we want you to continue to just follow us here in the Word of God. And continue to trust, amen, that God, amen, is going to speak to you through the word of God. Um the thing for our Bible study for today is um talking about from Derby to Philippi. From Derby to Philippi. Amen. Praise God. And our key verse for today Is coming from Acts, the 16th chapter and the 10th verse. And it says, After he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord has called us for to preach the gospel unto him. Amen. Praise God. This word, Today, as we have seen the theme and it in it and it says uh, from derby to Philippi um, it is talking about the journey of the apostle paul um, We are here in the book of acts and and the book of Acts is Um, Luke is the writer of the book of Acts, and the book of Acts is talking about how the apostles began their journey in teaching and preaching about the gospel. And you will begin to see in the book of Acts different um, journeys of the apostles and how they encountered persecution and um how they traveled from city to city. And um Luke basically is picking up from the book of Luke and now he's um continuing his writing in the book of Acts. <laughs> We also know that um, Luke was a a doctor, and so um, some of the things that he say are things that probably are relating to a physician's side of viewing. But nevertheless, um, Luke was basically following
0: the Apostle Paul. He talked a lot about the Apostle Paul. So now, um, the book of Acts is a great book of faith.
1: As we began to look at the book of Acts, um, we began to
0: see how Luke wrote about many miracles. And we see and we have talked about miracles, about
1: people being healed, um, the apostles doing great things in the Lord. And so it's a great book to read about the power that we are to walk in as believers. And it is a great book to read about how the church grew in Jerusalem and how God used the apostles to plant. This is a great season where apostles are rising up and planting. So that's why you're going to hear me talk a lot about watering and planting in this season, and it's so amazing how God's word is always on time. Here we are in the book of Acts, and we're looking at how the Apostle Paul planted ministries and how he had a team of people that traveled with him on missionary journeys. So I just want to say to those of you that are called to the missionary field, those of you who are called in the area of evangelism, um, and also to the apostles. This is a great season for um, the apostles, missionaries, evangelists, and prophets. And I'm not excluding any gift, but um, in different seasons, there are those that are in the forefront that God is using to set the stage, to move the people forward. And all gifts are in operation, but there are those that are in the forefront. There are those that are uh, being um, used and seen as those that are leading the people. So these are going to be great leadership gifts in this season that you're going to hear a lot about missionaries traveling uh, from country to country, uh, city to city, uh, doing great work, and apostles are going to be planting many, many, many ministries. Um, a missionary, let's get an understanding of a missionary. We hear a lot of talk about uh, the apostles doing missionary work. Um, a missionary is a person who, um, whose mission, whose job, whose assignment, Uh, whose duty, who has the responsibility to go to places, to countries, to cities, to neighborhoods, um, to help others. That's what a missionary does. Uh, Missionaries do not just sit in the church and call themselves missionary and um, just have programs. Missionaries go out. Missionaries go out and they help. Um, one of the goals and I, I emphasize one one of the goals of a missionary is to teach about Christ
0: and teach about the work of God so that people are converted into being saved, into salvation
1: so You're doing a work, you're going out, you're doing missionary work, you're feeding people, you're going out to far countries or you're going to neighborhoods or you're going to functions that cause you to help others. But in the midst of helping others, you are showing them through the help that you are doing the faith that you have, which is is the faith of Jesus Christ that they may be saved. And oftentimes you are ministering to people. Uh, in the midst of helping them. So missionary is a person or a group of people that travel. um, They go on trips. So um, they go outside of just the regular setting of being in a local church. They go out to help. And so there might be some of you that are called to the work of a missionary, and we're going to look at... The Apostle Paul today and how he was a great missionary along with being an apostle. So you see that you can have um, many gifts. Amen, praise God. And so even as the Apostle Paul walked as an apostle, his mission was to set up um, ministries, churches. He also had um, the calling to be a missionary, to travel, to help people. Amen, praise God And so it's a great lesson, great lesson for apostles I pray that we have apostles on the line today And missionaries on the line Teachers, teachers um, This is a great season for teachers Teachers, teach the word of God Teach the word of God People need to get a breakdown of the word And understanding of the word So they can be able to go out and impart Into those that they're going to um, be speaking with Um, In this season, so um, we're studying the book of Acts, and I pray that you will get in a quiet place and begin to read the book of Acts because this is where God is taking us to, amen, taking us back to the place where we began to do the work, the work. Faith without works is dead. That's what the Bible teaches us. Amen, praise God. So we need to begin to do what? Study the word of God, that we will be workmen that need it not be ashamed, that we will rightly divide the word of truth. Amen, praise God. So again, Luke here is writing about the beginning of the missionary work that was done by the Apostle Paul. Um, you are at the beginning of the work that God is calling you to do. And it's amazing how... Um, Luke was able to write about the Apostle Paul, somebody is going to be able to write about your story. But you have to have a story. So um, as you're beginning, and I just believe, even in that Bible study, you know, God had me to tell the people, that he's starting you over. This is a new beginning. So some of you are in the midst of a new beginning. This is your new journey. You're beginning to travel. You're beginning to be repositioned. You're, you're beginning to plant some seeds in the lives of people, and people are planting seeds in your life, and eventually you're going to see a harvest. And so this is where we are right now. The Apostle Paul was going back to a place where he had established ministry. Amen. Praise God. So apostles, one of the things that apostles do is they set up ministries. They set up ministries. And I, I just believe, oh, my, I, I just feel the power of God even moving. And um, apostles in this season, and they're going to be um, really stepping out into the, into the deep. Um, they're going to step out from places where they're just holding titles and they're going to actually become active in um, the calling that God has called them to do. They're going to go out and activate people, activate ministries, activate gifts, amen. So you're going to begin to be connected to apostles that are getting ready to activate you. And so I thank God that in this season I am going to walk as an apostle and I too will be activating people and uh, raising up people in in ministry and in places where they're supposed to be. So please pray as I walk in that um, anointing um, that is coming and I'm praying and God is getting ready to open the door for that. But as we look at the lesson today... um, We're looking at the Apostle Paul's second missionary journey here in the book of Acts um, and our lesson for today as we read in the um, 16th chapter of Acts. This is the Apostle Paul's second uh, missionary journey, and um, he had a desire to revisit the churches he had planned it. Doing his first journey And we can read about the first journey Over in Acts the 15th chapter and the 36th verse um, That was a lesson that we just went over How there was a conflict In um, The Jews And the Greek um, There was a conflict about Circumcision And so um Um, They were in a battle whether or not um, the people needed to still be circumcised and uh, there was um, some conflict about um, ministering to the Jews. And so there was a great conflict. And we we know that um, circumcision was something that was um, highly um, recommended in the old testament under the law and so um
0: we know that was something that the that the jewish nation of people followed but when jesus came on the scene um these things were
1: not necessary all they needed to do was accept Jesus as their Savior, and they would be a part of the family. They did not need to go through um, any religious, traditional steps that were followed by the forefathers. And so um, circumcision was something that was... um, Implemented by God In the law of Moses That those that were a part of The Israelite family Would follow this covenant Until Jesus came on the scene Circumcision was a pulling away Of the foreskin of the male And it was a outward thing that was done to show a cleanliness and it shows that you were a part of the Israelite nation. And there was a lot of controversy about the Gentiles and the Jews and um, when we get a little bit more into studying about Gentile and the Jewish nation of people, we will begin to get a better understanding of who the Jews were and who the Gentiles were.
0: Um, We want to begin to understand that the entire nation
1: of Israel was called to be a part of God's covenant, but there was a time where there was a split in the nations. Um, The southern nation and the nations of God, they became split. And so when they became split, uh, some served Jehovah and the other continued to do Um, evil in the sight of God. And so the nation of people that continued to do evil were considered the Gentile nation. Gentile means nation. That means that there were a group of people in the nation of Israel that choose not to worship God. Although they were called to worship God, They knew the law, but they chose to worship pagan nations. So they were called Gentiles, which meant nations. So
0: it was interesting, and we're going to study that here in a little bit, um, about Jews and Gentiles so that We'll get an
1: understanding when we see the Word and the Word of God, basically
0: what it is that um they are talking about But nevertheless, we want to understand that
1: even though there were a nation of people that separated themselves from God and. They were no longer under the covenant because they walked out. they were considered the nation of people that left God, and they were called the Gentiles and so um and then there were a nation of people that chose to worship God, and they were called the Jewish nation of people um, The House of Israel you will hear them called another name. Um, They were also called the children of Judah. So there were many names for those that were obedient
0: to the will of God. And so that's why you hear in the New
1: Testament, you still have some people that still have a
0: mind of the old. And God's word is calling for them to understand
1: God in a new way and to go through his son Jesus, which has made it possible for everybody to now come into the faith
0: of being saved. And so let's begin to look at our lesson today.
1: Here we have a very powerful lesson today, and it is a lesson for this season of transition that we are in because um we're definitely uh in a place right now where God is sending us on missionary journeys we're we're being prepared to do just as the apostle um Paul is doing here. He traveled from there be to flip on. Um, I don't know where God's going to start you and your traveling, but
0: there's going to be a journey. There's going to be a journey. And we're going to look at the Apostle Paul's journey today
1: his second missionary journey. And he's going back to check on the church. Um, that he had planted, and it's it's as an apostle and as a missionary or even a teacher or whatever your um, position is in the body of Christ. It's always good to follow up on those that you come in contact with um, to make sure that they are still. Many things happen after people become saved, and you see that here in the book of Acts that the apostles constantly had to go back and correct things that were being taught to them after they left. Um, You know, after you leave a person, they're going to come in contact with many people. They're going to come, come in contact with people that are going to speak the truth into their lives, and they're going to come in contact with false prophets. Just as um, the apostle Paul and the apostle Peter and all the other apostles were constantly confronting and going back and teaching the people the truth of God's word, they came, they spoke the word of truth. But as soon as they left, there were wolves that came. There were um, the Bible says there were there were there were dogs. He referred to certain individuals as animals, you know, at times because that's just how uh, dangerous they they were. Their character were those of dogs and wolves, and uh, they came as a sheep in wolves' clothing uh, to devour the people. So you always need to check up and follow up on those as you go on your missionary journeys and your. Uh, assignments to make sure that they are still on track with the word that was imparted in their lives. Because when people are new to hearing the word of God, and not even those that are new, there are people that have been in church for years and they, they are now coming into the newness of God's word, meaning the truth of God's word, they have questions and they need answers. And so um, you're going to have to follow up like the Apostle Paul is doing. He's just following up, amen, praise God. And and then he's on his way to a place, but he wants to go through uh, this place so that he can make sure that um, the people that he has planted are still running with the word of God.
0: So... it says here that he came to Derbe and Lystra, and there was a disciple there named
1: Timotheosis. He was the son of a certain woman, and she was a Jewish Jewess, and she believed. But it says that um, and the Timotheosis, and I'm probably not pronouncing it right, but It means Timothy, in other words. And we all know Timothy um, was raised up by the Apostle Paul in the ministry. And so this was his name here in the Bible. His father was a Greek. So you have the mother that is a part of the Jewish, the Israelites, and she was a believer, but the father was a Greek. So you here you have two people that have mixed together. And so when you when you have two people that are unequally yoked in a marriage, then there's a chance that you're going to have children or a household that is going to have some type of struggle and. Believing the truth Of God's word
0: But it seems that um, Timothy uh, Timotheus Was Led by His mother And his grandmother
1: And so we're going to give you some scriptures where you can go and read Acts the 13th chapter verses 3 through 14 you can read a little bit there about um how um the apostle Paul's missionary
0: route kind of um was going but um
1: the scripture that I wanted to give you was about um,
0: Timothy's mother and his grandmother, um, 2 Timothy. That's the scripture
1: I was trying to give you. 2 Timothy, the uh, first chapter and verse 5 will give you the name, the name of Timothy's mother and his grandmother, um, Eunice and Lois. Eunice and Lois are the names of Timothy's mother and his grandmother. And um, they did not give a name of Timothy's um, father, but in reading and in getting revelation, it, it seems like the father was there in the beginning because he did not allow Timothy to be circumcised. Um, but we don't really know what happened to the father, whether he um, uh, proceeded in death or there was a divorce or some type of abandonment. But nevertheless, we see that Timothy was reared up and raised by his mother and his grandmother, uh, Eunice and Lois they teamed up together to raise him according to the Jewish scriptures and according to the word of God. Amen, praise God. And it's it's so powerful, amen, praise God, how the two of them came together and they imparted into this young man the truth. Amen, praise God. And whoever is um, standing on the truth, we need to begin to impart it in our children And sometimes the father is not there, and sometimes the mother is not there. It can work both ways. But whoever is there and whoever is standing on the word of God, take every opportunity to impart into the lives of your children and to your grandchildren so that um, when the time comes for them to make sound decisions in life, they will possibly fall right in line like Timothy did. Um, Timothy became a great part of witnessing people to evangelism and because he was trained, he was trained and because of his training people saw the word that was put in him by his mother and his grandmother. They saw it. They saw it. Um so let's let's go into the word here. It says, then he, talking about the Apostle Paul, he came to Debris and Lystra, and he came to um, Timoth- Timotheus, um,
0: you know, who was the, the son of a certain woman who was a Jewish
1: and his father was a Greek. And so we went over that part, and now we're going to go down to... Um, Verse 3, where it says, him, meaning um, Timothy, would Paul have to go forth with him and took and circumcised him. So, um, and this was done, again, the Apostle Paul took Timothy and circumcised him. And uh, he did this because there were Jews that were there in the quarters and, you know, they all knew that Timothy's father was a Greek, but if Paul was going to take Timothy with him to witness, then Timothy must be able to uh, walk in the fullness of the will of God. And so that meant that um, in order to keep down confusion and in order to To stop all of the Backlash that would come up On Timothy he just He took him through the Jewish um, Rituals Amen Praise God just to Keep down arguments And the Apostle Paul knew uh, The important Thing was accepting Christ But sometimes when you are a part of a um, organization or a part of a committee or something, you have to go along with the bylaws of what they are saying. So he did it to keep peace. And sometimes you're going to do some things and it did not take Timothy or the Apostle Paul out of the will of God, uh, but they simply did it to, um, Appease
0: those that were part of the Jewish council. So we don't know
1: how old Timothy was, but we're just assuming that he was probably in his late teens. And this is such a powerful lesson because I just believe that as the apostles and the prophets are speaking and the teachers are teaching and the missionaries are going out and planting and watering that um, our young people that um, have been planted and seeds have been sown into their lives, there's going to be a great rising up of young people that are going to be used in this season. So, you know, um, the Apostle here, the Apostle Paul, he went and he sought out Timothy, a young man, There's some young men and some young women that you're going to be assigned to to go and mentor them and and raise them up and take them along with you. Amen. Praise God. Um, And so, but the Apostle Paul said there was unfinished business and he had to circumcise uh, him so so that uh, he would be able to, go full force in what they were um called to do. There were Jews in the quarters that knew about the father being a Greek, so um, you know, they were ready to give this young man a hard time in ministry. Amen. Praise God. But God always has a plan. Amen. Praise God for those that are looking to Criticize and those are looking to um, say that you you're not who you are because you haven't been to seminary school or because you have not um, did this and did that. You're always gonna fall into that kind of uh, criticism. But when you know that you have been called by God and you have been through um, the steps that God has called you to go through um, then you don't have to answer to man but um, this connection here with the Apostle Paul and Timothy is a great revelation of mentorship and Our our conference that's coming up in January is going to be dealing with mentorship, connecting to the right source, getting to the right ministry, um, drinking of the right water of those that are ministering to you, planting yourself in the right place that you will grow. Your growth, your destiny, your territory, all of that is going to depend upon the soil um, that you are planting yourself in, the word of God that is coming from the men and women of God in this season, all I can say to you is what I hear God saying right now is get connected, get connected to the right source in this season, the right ministry in this season. I hear the Lord saying, get out of places where you're not growing. Don't continue to make excuses of why you're there. I hear the Lord saying, get out, go now, amen, and get connected. It's the season. It's the season where you must be in the proper place to be able to see the harvest. Um, there are apostles and pastors and prophets and teachers and evangelists, amen, and fivefold ministry people that have the water that you need in this season. Connect yourself with them before the first of the year. Amen. Get to those places where you, be, you will begin to grow. Amen. Praise God. I hear the Lord saying that. And this is, this is so awful awesome because the Apostle Paul, he went and he sought out Timothy. There are some leaders that are seeking you out, and you have to know when you come in contact with them that you're supposed to be with them. Get to them. Make that call, write them a letter, send them an email whatever you need to do but get connected with them. Even if you are pastors, you still need to connect with somebody that that can affirm you, somebody that will be able to, to to consult with you when you get in a place. So everybody needs to be connected in this season. Amen. Praise God. Well, we began to um, seek somebody has a word for your ears that only your ears need to hear from that person that God's gonna to speak to, that God's gonna give that person, like he gave the apostle Paul, direct connection from heaven to speak to Timothy and to get Timothy in the right place. And so this is a great connection about mentorship. Amen. Praise God. So please make get get to your emails and email people. Tell pastors mm-hmm. I wanna set up a, a a meeting with you because I'm being called to your ministry for Uh, Pastors send out emails to people that you know That um, God is leading you to To direct their lives And speak to them in this season Just get connected, I hear the Lord say So uh, nevertheless, here we
0: are Um, We're down to Where we're talking
1: about building bridges Actually um, this is what we're doing. We're building bridges. We're, we're building people so that they can begin to help cross over. Timothy was being built. He follows the apostle call, and that's what mentorship is all about, being able to follow your leader, not lead your leader, but follow your leader. Listen carefully to your leaders. Amen. Praise God. Well, this is a season... Where I hear God saying, be quick to hear and slow to speak because you're being taught. Amen. Praise God. Timothy was being taught. So he was being summoned by the Apostle Paul to come and go with him on a journey that was going to change his entire life. Amen. Praise God. And so that's where you are. You're getting ready to go on some journeys and you're going to follow some great men and women of God that are possibly Um, going to release you one day where you're going to walk and lead others. Amen. And um, so the Apostle Paul was was just building bridges with Timothy. He was teaching Timothy uh, on how to lead the Gentile nation of people out of religiousness. And he's teaching Timothy how to be successful. So um, Timothy uh, was different. He was different. And so um, we consider our children, and we can look at our children and we can see that our children are different. Uh, Even when they try to hang out with certain people, they stand out so different. That's because you have been like, um Timothy's mother and grand you have taught you have taught your children certain things, and it's showing up in them when they are um out amongst their friends they're they're showing people are looking at your children and they know they said something is different about that young man or something's different about that young woman. Uh, they are they are looking at you and you're being out by many because of the God that is in
0: you. So, um Paul recognized this in Timothy and he was trying to get him
1: from this pressure that was in the land and all of this talk about uh Gentiles and circumcision, you know, things that just distract you and have no prevalence in the, in what God is doing right now. Um, so um, he wanted Timothy to avoid being distracted, so he was going to teach him some things in this season. Um, he wanted to teach one of the things the Apostle Paul wanted to teach
0: us uh, about compromising his faith. So, um but the apostle Paul is very sensitive to the
1: culture of where he was. He knew that there were there were many people in the land that really didn't understand. And so that's why the Apostle Paul was there to teach Timothy on how to convert the people over. So um, here in the fourth verse it says, and they went through the cities. So as you notice here, um, it changed from he to they. Um, they went through the cities and they delivered them, and they delivered them the decrees for that were ordained of the apostles and elders which were at Jerusalem. Uh they here is referring to Paul, Silas, and Timothy. Um, if you read back in Acts the fifteenth chapter, and when I'm studying, I believe it is um, fifteen and thirty-six, and you'll begin to see in Acts fifteen thirty-six where the Apostle Paul was still with Barnabas because Barnabas had traveled with him in the last chapter um, to the first missionary journey. And at that time, um, Barnabas was um, going to travel on with the Apostle Paul
0: but he wanted to take along with with him uh, John,
1: which was called Mark. that's what it was, thank you, holy spirit and so um if you read in in the fifteenth chapter of acts and the thirty sixth verse um it is talking about how uh, um Paul said to Barnabas that he wanted to go back and he wanted to visit um Um, The Cities Where he had Ministered to And set up ministries And so Barnabas wanted to take Along John Which was also called Mark But it said in the scriptures that The Apostle Paul did not think That this was a wise thing to do To take John which was called Mark Because John John had deserted them in Pamphylia, and did not continue to work with work with them in the work. See, the Apostle Paul was a no tolerance person. You know, apparently um, John, which was also called Mark, went along with them, and uh, he didn't want to continue. At a certain point, you know, stop and the Apostle Paul did not have any time for that. In other words, when he took people with him, he wanted people that were going to be faithful, hated, and responsible enough to be there. So apparently what he saw in John was a person that was not responsible. So when people are not responsible, you can't take them around with you from city to city because it's a reflection of, who you say you are and the word that you're preaching, people need to see people that are seasonal people all around in the winter, spring, summer, and fall, not when only when things good that they, they can they can follow along with you but um so the apostle Paul told Barnabas no, and so apparently Barnabas you know uh got a little bit upset about it. And um, they had a disagreement, and so Barnabas decided that he wasn't going to go with the Apostle Paul to the next missionary journey, that he was going to go with Mark. So people can decide to to hook up with whoever they want to hook up with for whatever reason, but my advice to you is to connect with people that are moving forward and not people that are double-minded and people that are – Sometimes they'll follow you. Sometimes they won't. Amen, praise God. Because you don't want to start traveling and then people leave because you know they figured this all that they want to do. My time. I don't want to go no further. Uh, they become disobedient to leadership and they turn around and they go back because they have problems. I don't know if if John had problems, but I do know that the Apostle Paul said no because. I'm looking at what he did before. He didn't continue. So the Apostle Paul said, because of that reason, I don't want him traveling with me. So Barnabas thought different. And so since he thought different and he wanted um, John to travel with him, he took John with him. And um, the Apostle Paul chose to take Silas with him, and he left. And so... It's a choice, amen, praise God. But you do have to know that when people are doing uh, the work of the kingdom, that they have to be dedicated people, people that are dedicated, people that are ready to, to, to go wherever the spirit is leading you, not people that want to say uh, to you where to go, but you go where the leader is going, amen. Praise God! So I thought that was powerful. I read back in you know Acts the 15th chapter because I was curious about what happened to Barnabas. Hey man, praise God! He was in the last chapter, but then when we come to chapter 16, there is no talk about Barnabas. So we just we have to really uh, get into the Word of God and see
0: what happened
1: to certain individuals and why are they why are they not mentioned? So. We have now Paul, Silas, and Timothy. Amen. Praise God. They are now a team. And, and, And they are visiting the cities where Paul had planted churches. I'm excited about the new ministries that are going to be planted. You are getting ready to start a new ministry, and you need to connect with those that are going to be able to water you. Amen, praise God. I keep hearing God say that. Get to the right water. Amen, praise God. And the Apostle Paul was apparently pouring water from these ministries. He would go back to refresh them with the word. Amen, praise God. A word to move them forward. Amen. If they have gotten stuck or ran into some opposition. Um, so um, here in verse 5 is talking about growth. Are growing. It says, and so are the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Amen. This is a season where ministries are getting ready to increase in numbers, not once a year, but daily. Did you hear what the word says right here? He said, the churches established in faith and increased in number Daily, it's not about numbers, but it's all about getting the right word to the individuals. You get the right word to the right individuals, and you'll begin to see the same thing happen that happened with the Apostle Paul, increase. If you get the people to increase in faith, then you will see increase in the harvest. And so that's why you hear me talk a lot about faith. Because, see, faith comes by hearing. And once you hear that word of God, hearing of the word of God, once you get faith, then you will see increase. Amen? God, so um, that was powerful. When the Apostle Paul went back, he wanted to see growth. He wanted to see increase. Amen? Praise God, because of the faith that was established in you establish faith in the people get the people to know that without faith it's impossible to please God and if you want to see a harvest you must walk in faith you must walk out in things that you don't understand but because you have faith the Apostle Paul was going back and he and he was going back to see what he had planted wasn't growing when you plant something it needs to grow Growing is missing water, it's missing nutrients, it's missing vitamins, it's missing some things. Go back and give it what it needs to grow. And when people are established, they increase. They increase. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I am so excited about this word today. Amen. Praise God. I told you. Amen. Glory to God. This word, amen, is a lamp into my feet and a light into my pathway. Amen. Praise God. I am so excited. Amen. Praise God about what God is doing in this season. And um, we definitely, amen, praise God, want to continue, amen, praise God, to seek after Amen, praise God, the connection so that we can grow. So growth depends on your faith. Amen, praise God, praise God. Getting an understanding of salvation will help you to grow. A lot of people are in a place of not growing Is because they simply do not understand salvation, the plan of salvation. The plan of salvation is that you first must confess with the Lord Jesus. After confession, you must receive Jesus as your personal Savior. Confess, believe, then you receive your salvation, by faith, through grace. Receive and know that you're saved. Amen? You're saved through grace by faith. Amen? Praise God, so you're saved. And after you become saved, you must follow in the process that Christ followed in becoming baptized in Jesus' name. Amen? Praise God, and after that, You must seek the Lord for the indwelling, indwelling of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, amen, being filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit in in evidence of speaking, amen, praise God, in unknown tongues. In evidence, amen, that is evidence that the Holy Spirit is moving in you. That's one of the ways, amen, that you are identifying with the Holy Spirit being in control of your life, that you are filled, you are filled. Everybody has the Holy Spirit once you become saved, but the indwelling, the continual moving of the Holy Spirit is seen by you speaking in your heavenly language. Follow the process, and then you will begin to see your establishment and increase in the body of Christ. And a lot of people, that's where and that's why they are not growing because they have stopped possibly just confessing with their mouth and believing that they are saved, they have not went through the other process. Go through the process of salvation. Finish it so that you can begin to walk in, in faith. That's what the Apostle Paul was teaching them about salvation. They were going through all of this circumcision and possibly a few more other things, and all they needed to do was confess, believe, we receive. amen, and then go through the process and complete it and then begin to live it. And the last thing is live. Live as the Bible says to live. Amen, praise God, and then you'll begin to have faith, walking in faith. So that's, that's another lesson About salvation but um, the, That's what the Apostle Paul Was doing he was preaching he was Going out teaching and preaching on the right Way to be saved The proper way to Grow Amen Praise God so here we are in Verse 8 talking About new mission fields um, I see new mission fields All around you say man Praise God you're you're your uh, territory is being enlarged with new mission fields. Amen. So here we are in Acts, the 16th chapter, with verse verses 8 and 9. It says, and they passing him by Mysa, came down to Troas. Um, we'll go on, go on and read verse 9. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And so, you know, you don't know what your assignment is going to consist of. But one thing you do know is that you are being called to help somebody. You you do know that this whole thing about salvation is that you get others saved, But we don't know the journey that we're going to go on and who we're going to be ministering to and who we're going to be sent to All we know is that we're going to go on a journey, and and our job is to tell others about our salvation, amen, and how um, we are to be and how they are to be saved, amen? Praise God. And so we have to make sure that what we have, we're not keeping it to ourselves. Amen? Praise God. And so that is is, um, what the Apostle Paul is doing. He's on a journey. He ended up going back to check on ministries, and in the midst of that, he received a vision. He was leaving the area of Lystra, and he was traveling. The Bible says uh, he was going northwest through um, different places, Galatia, uh, these were the different regions that he was going through and um he was um intending to go to Ephesus so but he was trying to go one place but the holy spirit overruled him and began to turn his journey to another place. So sometimes you make plans to go to certain places and do certain things, and in the midst of that, God will change whatever it is that you are doing. He had a vision, and we we have seen God speak here through um, many of the apostles here through visions. Visions So this is a this is a powerful time of visions, powerful powerful time of visions, and we really really have to stay in tune and hear from the Lord, uh, stay connected to God, and uh, keep yourself free from sin, so that you can be able to see what God is showing you.
0: He showed him a vision. In the night, so um, visions usually
1: happen when you are awake. Dreams is when you are asleep. So it didn't say that he was dreaming. It said in the night he was he was wide awake. And uh, there stood before him a man of Macedonia, and this man was praying and saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. There are people that are calling for your help, for you to help. And we know that all of our help comes from the Lord, but God uses man. So God is going to use you to help somebody. You're going to be called to go to some places. Um, Again, I don't know where. Um, There are are some countries um, that are definitely in the need of
0: hearing the truth of of God's word. So... um, We don't know where your next
1: missionary trip is going to be, and neither do we know where your next church is going to be planted. But I do know that you are going to be planting new ministries, and you're going to be traveling to different countries. So all I know is God is sending you out. I keep hearing the word out. Um, So we have so many countries out here, Australia and and Belgium. Uh, As a matter of fact, there has been a number of different um, countries that are visiting our website and listening back to the playbacks and Belgium is one that I see um, that is constantly coming to uh, the broadcast, so if, if our Belgium family is on the line, we, we thank you for joining us today. Um, so, uh and there are an, another uh, a number of countries that visit our website, and I see that they are regu- regularly visiting our website, so we, we just thank God for um, those, but there are a number of countries out there, India, um, Iceland. I remember my husband, the late Apostle Earl Staples III, always talking about Iceland. He, he told me that Iceland was a place where he uh, sought the Lord in such a deep way. He said that's where he really got into his word, and he really began to get a lot of revelation in, ice, in Iceland. And um, so I thank God for the revelation that he encountered over in Iceland and even for the ministries that he birthed out over in Iceland. And uh, there are just a lot of countries that um, I hear the Lord saying that we're going to come in contact with, and, and and I see even see that Mexico is on our website a lot. Amen. Praise God. And so um, just get ready. Um, you might not be called to travel to the countries, but there are cities, there's regions, there are towns that you're going to be called to go to and set up ministries, and, um, and vice versa. There are some of you that are in countries, cities, regions, towns, um, places that are going to become a part of uh, new ministries. You're going to connect with new ministries. So we do thank God for this word
0: today. Amen. Praise God. And so um, as we continue to look
1: at the word of God, we do. We just thank God for the word today. Amen. It's such a powerful word. Amen. Praise God. Um, Helping and teaching and talking to the people about um, the word and how God, amen, praise God, is um, doing a new thing in the city, amen, praise God, and um, not only in the city, but a new thing in the land, amen, praise God, people are being converted, amen, praise God, and uh, we we just thank God, amen, today that. He is going to use you to bring um, many people into salvation. Amen.
0: Praise God. So we see that um, this word is so powerful today.
1: Amen. Praise God. And even amen, as I studied amen, praise God, I just began to just feel a leaping in my belly. Amen, praise God, Um,
0: of excitement, of connections. Amen. Excitement of of connections. And, again,
1: the Apostle Paul has his story from Derby to um, Philippi. What is your journey today? Amen. Praise God, because you're starting something new. And, and, you know, the book of Acts is the beginning of the apostles being used um, after uh, Jesus was resurrected. And now the apostles are on the scene, and um, they are going forth and doing the power, powerful things of God. And so now we're talking about... um, New mission fields, um, how the apostle Paul had a vision
0: and somebody was in the need of he didn't say what his help help was,
1: but we're just uh looking further at this, that that this call was a call of spiritual help. There are people that are calling and crying out. For spiritual help, um, yes, they need money, they need food, they need clothing, but they're realizing that unless they get an understanding of of God and get Jesus in their lives, they're going to continue to run dry in areas of their lives. So they're calling for help, spiritual help. People, people are sensing in the spirit realm that they need to get out of. Spiritual bondage They are Realizing that what they've been hearing For years is not lining up With What the word is saying And not only that There are some people that need spiritual Help in getting out And walking in the new Some people don't know How to make that transition And so as you Begin to Uh, be led by the Spirit, you're going to lead many people out of struggles in this season into new places where um, the water, the rivers of living water is going to be flowing in their belly. So let me go a little further here because my time is up. I went over here. So um, now the Apostle Paul is journeying to Macedonia, verses 10 through 12. He seen the vision, and immediately the word says, we, all of them went, uh, endeavored to go to Macedonia. See, it was a team. It was a team. Uh, see, somebody, people that are not spirit-led and people that don't have understanding of visions would have backed out of this. They would have said, it's no way that you saw a man there's no way that we're going to Macedonia. Uh, we were supposed to be going to Galatia, so uh, I'm going to Galatia, and you can go on. You know, sometimes, you know, if you have the wrong people connected, they will talk you out of your blessing. They will talk you out of doing what the Spirit is saying, doing. So make sure you have people that are ready to follow where God is leading You Amen Praise God And so it didn't say That anybody Was in a controversy Against what the Apostle um, Paul Was was seeing It said Immediately Immediately We Endeavored to go Into Macedonia um, Assuredly Gathering That the Lord Had called us To For us to Preach the gospel Unto them They knew See You gotta Get to these places People are hungry and then when you get there, you're going to discover that it's not just for one person, but it's many. It's many people that you're going to be able to sow season into their lives through that one person. So so um, I'm going to move on and just ask you to um, read, you know, the lesson and get, get a little bit more revelation based on what you're hearing today. Um so uh, what I was reading here about was that um, the Apostle Paul didn't waste any time preparing to travel to Macedonia. Um, and it said that to travel to Macedonia was a little bit expensive. Uh, it it took finances. And so um, apparently um, the Apostle Paul um, was favored by the the ministries that he had set up. The people were were giving unto him, and um, so that the money was there. And that's one thing that we have to wake up in the body of Christ concerning giving to the work that God has called for the men and the women of God to do. You must have a mind to show into the lives of the men and women of God, whether you're showing into the ministry that they're doing or whether you're showing into their personal lives. Amen? Praise God. Either way, you are are, uh, helping for the kingdom of God to advance. Now, what if God had given the Apostle Paul this vision and he would have turned around and said to Timothy and Cyrus, we don't have any money. The last place I went to, the people didn't give. Uh, You know, the people haven't been supporting. The people haven't, you know, been been a blessing.
0: They gave their money someplace else. But Because apparently the
1: people were freely in their giving. The Apostle Paul was able to, without hesitation, and that's how men and women of God should be, when they are called to go anywhere. If somebody calls for you today to come over to Jamaica or to go to Iceland or to go to India or to go to Atlanta, or or to go to Memphis, or to go to uh, Indiana, wherever. You should not hesitate because of finances. The body of Christ is supposed to support the kingdom of God, and the men and women of God are the kingdom of God. They are the ones that take the word to the uttermost parts of this earth. Amen. Praise God. And so when they are called to travel, they should not have to – uh, struggle and and take from their own means. It should be there. People should be showing continually. Um, people should be able to do that, you know. And so, you know, I, I, you know, some of these people are traveling. They 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 are going here and there. But then you have others that are not because the people are not supportive. The people are not giving. And so you must sow into ministries. You must sow into the lives of the men and women of God because if not, the work will be hindered. And you don't want the work to be hindered because you were not obedient to God in giving. Make sure you get that seed in their hands. And that's why we tell people all the time, if you have been blessed by the message of Christ, church, then sow into this ministry, plant a seed so that when we get a Macedonian call, we won't be hindered. We're ministering to people, but if the people are not giving, our work is going to be hindered. That means that we need to move to, to, to those that are going to be willing to give so that we're not hindered. No, it's not to pay, but it's to Provide. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. The same with pastors. Pastors need to be able to do whatever God's calling them to do because the people are giving to the pastors and to the leaders. Blessing them. You should be writing checks weekly for your pastors to be blessed, to do some things outside of ministry. Amen? Somebody's not going to agree with that. But you take care of your leaders and take care of your ministries, and you will see, you will see things prosper. Ministries can plan things more efficiently when they have money. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So make sure that this week or this month, when you're making out your checks, that you send a seed to your
0: ministries and to your pastors, because ministry and pastors are separate. Amen. Praise God.
1: Praise God. So this is what I, I picked up on. They you know, it it took money for them to, to, to travel to get to get on the boat or wherever they had however they had to get there, Amen. it cost them money. Amen. Praise God. So um so God is calling for the people to give in this season. So here we are in the eleventh verse it says, Therefore loosing from Troyas we came with the straight course to semi Tracia and the next day to Neapolis. So this is just giving you a rundown of the different um, places um, that the Apostle Paul and his team had to go through to get to Macedonia. Amen. Praise God. um, Amen. And so in the 12th verse it says, from this to Philippi. And that was a chief city part of Macedonia. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So uh Philippi is a city, it is a it it is a it has a long history, but um they made it there and um here it says in
0: the 13 and the fifteenth verse and on the Sabbath and on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by Riverside where prayer
1: was was wont to be made. And they sat down and spake unto a woman who
0: restored there So here we see, you know, um, the Apostle Paul uh, met this woman on the Sabbath. She was by the Riverside. And. Uh, prayer was going on uh, It was um, A time of prayer And and they were there praying But this woman was there And it,
1: it seemed like she was not a hindrance Or anything uh, to Paul And in the 14th verse it said This certain uh, woman's name was Lydia She was a seller of purple uh, Of the city of Tyde here and she worshiped God and she heard um the prayer going on and she attended the things which were spoken of the apostle Paul so this certain woman named was Lydia and and uh, she was um said to be of the Jewish faith and um she was here on the sabbath you know and um she kind of falls into the same line as Cornelius, if if you remember that story, Amen. Praise God about uh, Cornelius, um, but she she it seems like she hadn't been fully converted into salvation, and so, um, but she was a a, a
0: businesswoman,
1: and see you have to go where god is telling you to go because you don't know who god is going to connect you to there's a lot of business people that are religiously in a place uh they might go to the house of god but they're missing something and and they 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 know that they're missing something and they're they're calling on the help of those that know how to get them to the next place and so um this woman apparently um she 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 listened to the prayer and um it said that she was known for her source of purple dot um so uh she was a woman that you know a woman of wealth but she was she was touched she was touched um deeply by you know the the prayer. And um, she was touched deeply by, you know, the Apostle Paul. He spoke into her life. And so a divine connection. You you know, the Apostle Paul didn't know quite who he was going to connect and run into, but he went out of obedience. And so there he, you know, he met this woman. And and, and so, um, and uh, on top of that,
0: will go down and it says she was baptized and her household. So um she made a decision. See after she fully heard the word of God, she went
1: she, she finished the process. She became baptized. She she had a, a clearer knowledge and understanding of the word. Amen. Praise God, praise God. So it says she became baptized and her household. Quickly it happened. It seemed like it happened on the same day. She was right there at the water. Apparently they probably baptized her right there in the water, and uh, you know, and her household became saved. She she became a new believer. Thank you. Um, because she was so impressed by the Apostle Paul and his team, she
0: invited them to come into her house. Amen. Praise God.
1: And she provided for them possibly a place to live, to stay for a few days or many weeks or however long that they needed to stay. Um, But this was a great um, word about being obedient to where God leads you because you don't know who God is calling you to go and minister to. And in this instance, he met this woman and she became saved. Amen. Praise God. And she was a woman of wealth. And, you know, my mind just goes to how the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And here she is. She has the wealth. She invited them in. She treated them with the best of care. Amen, praise God, and possibly bless them with an offering on their way out. I don't know. It didn't really say that, but because of her uh, hospitality and how blessed she was in becoming saved, uh, you would think that she was a blessing in more than one way or another. But anyway, we do thank God for this word today. It has been a great um, word today of so many, so much we have. Spoken here on the broadcast about this Word Um, You know there are millions Of people that have not been Evangelized to that we Need to reach Amen Praise God praise God And our families Are in the need of saving like this, this Young lady that her family Became saved because You know if they would not have went there Then it's a possibility she would have continued On and Half of what she knew Uh, She didn't have the whole Story She didn't have the whole plan of salvation But she was doing what she Thought was right Let's get to people and give them The whole plan of salvation The truth of salvation So that they can experience The joy that uh, this woman She was apparently so full of joy Her whole family Uh, became saved. I don't know if they were right there with her or she ran and got them, but uh, the whole family became saved. So um, we have to make sure that we get proper training um, in this season from those that are going to mentor us and because we're going to really need to go out and minister to families in this season and make sure we give them the right information so they can come out of religiousness and tradition and and uh, give themselves to the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Let me go ahead and begin to pray. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the word. We thank you today, oh God, for those that you're getting ready to raise up and equip and send out to speak and to preach your word of God. We pray right now, God, that they will continue to walk in the urgent seat of fulfilling assignments and be committed to the task that you call them to do. We ask all these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray, Amen and thank God. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I pray that you have been blessed today through the Word of God. And we do thank you today for um, joining us here on our broadcast. Amen, praise God. This is the Message of Christ Church, and this has been our 8 a.m. Bible study. Amen, and again, we thank you for joining us today. Amen, praise God. And um, we want to ask you to come back and visit us again here on the broadcast, um, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Time. And we're also here every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m., With our Miracle Monday hosted by Evangelist Betty Howard of the Message of Christ Church. We ask that you join us every Friday night, every Friday at midnight. Every Friday at midnight, we are here on our midnight prayer. Amen. Praise God. And then join us every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. for our Bible study. Every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m., our Bible study is at 1919 North Milwaukee. Amen. And that's in Chicago, Illinois at the Gorilla theater, or you can listen to us live on the broadcast, on our teleconference line, dial in at 7 o'clock p.m. on Thursdays if you're not able to make make it out to 1919 North Milwaukee, you can listen to us on the teleconference line every Thursday in our Bible study, amen, praise God, praise God also, we ask that you join us every Sunday at 8 o'clock a.m. in our Bible study, amen, 8 o'clock a.m. in our Bible study. And if you would like to be a part of our intercessory prayer team, please go to our website, messageofchrist.net, messageofchrist.net, and fill out the form. Or you can call us at 312-600-7729, 312-600-7729, and uh, we will talk to you about how you can be a part of the team. Amen. Praise God. If you've been blessed by this ministry, we ask that you go to our website, messageofchrist.net, or Sylvia Staples ministries.com, amen, and sow a seed into the ministry, amen, praise God, bless the ministry, also if you would like to bless, amen, the senior pastor, amen, which will be myself, Pastor Sylvia Staples, you can also go to the over those websites, messageofchrist.net and sylviastaplesministries.com, and sow a seed into, amen, the pastor's life. Amen, praise God. Amen. God bless you. We thank you for joining us. Amen. Thank you for staying on with us. Amen. It's been a blessing. Amen. Praise God to minister to you today. Amen. And we certainly thank God for the word today. Amen. Praise God. And we ask, amen, that you continue to pray for us as we pray for you. And don't forget to order your prayer shawls. The holidays are coming up. I'm accepting holiday orders now. Amen. Get your holiday orders in so that we can get your gifts out to you so that you'll be able to present them uh, to the ones that you are willing to bless uh, for the holiday. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. We thank God for you. If you desire your prayer, give us a call at 312-600-7729, 312-600-7729. God bless you, and thank you so much for joining us here on the broadcast. And at this time, our broadcast is now over. If you have been blessed, you can send us an email at at yahoo.com. Message of Christ at yahoo.com. Or you can call us and let us know that you have been blessed by this ministry. And that's 312 600 7729. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If you're looking to connect with our ministry, amen, to be a part of our mentorship program. Amen. Praise God. If you're looking for our ministry to mentor uh, the ministry that you are starting, amen. Praise God. You can also call us at 312 312- six hundred seven seven two nine or send us an email messenger Christ at yahoo dot com God bless you and at this time our broadcast is now over.
0: God bless you and goodbye To stop conference recording, press one return your conference recording has stopped.